Alright, welcome to the I Am Somebody podcast where every day is a fresh start and you're tuned in with me, Anthony Collins, the mad therapist, and I'm with Warren Brown or Warren Eddie. <laughs> I got Brown. I'm going by Brown. Warren That's Brown. Uh, we're hoping to be joined by uh, more um, individuals soon. Um, but right now, it's like so many things are happening in the world um, as we wake up and as we go to bed and as we traverse uh, daily. Um, and I thought like this topic, racism, its components, and the impact it has on black uh, people, not just, um, I w could say African-American, but it's black people around the world. It's just not something that is just uh, germane to um, United States, you know? And so having this conversation, putting it out there because it's out there right now, we know we, we have had uh, several hangings, you know, of blacks, men and women. And like, you know, I think a young, I don't know, I'm not sure because I don't follow the news that well, but if you correct me if I'm wrong, if you heard it, 16 year old boy was shot like eight times or something like that. It's Seattle. It's yeah, I was just listening to that. We just had a press conference about that today. Okay. And, and so when you hear a 14 year old as well that got, got injured a 14 year old and uh, what, what was the like the details around it I'm not really sure mm -hmm. um, I just heard them on a press conference saying a uh, 16 year old and 14 year old um, 16 year old is definitely more critical than mm -hmm. 14 year old he got mm -hmm. shot in uh, Seattle wow man wow and I'm not sure was it I'm not sure was it like a protest I'm not sure what they target mm -hmm. I'm not sure if, uh, any of that to me but is an act of police through police deadly force. Oh, that's what it was? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, is it oh. because I've seen a picture and they just said something that but the police don't want you to know or see, and it had like gunshots from his head all the way down to his, almost to his buttocks, like where the, where, the, where the bullets went at. You know what I mean? That's a visual that's like really harsh. However, yeah. I think like racism is harsh. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. And so, like, my question to you, Warren, is like, because you, you, you work with several different, you know, individuals. You work with all races. And you come okay. into, you know, since I've known you, you've been really, real intricate with, it doesn't matter, black, white, uh, Cambodian, mm -hmm. you know, like, so you had all right. types of individuals, right? Yeah, you, you know, you multi, you know, cultural and you in it, you, the thick, the thick of it. And so how yep. did you, you know, first give me, like, what's your definition of racism? Um, racism, in my opinion, is... I'm sorry, is a... It could be socially, it could be mm -hmm. emotionally, it could be a physical attack yep. um, on the opposite race, yep. on, a, on a gender um, side, it could be Give me almost anything that's attacking mm -hmm. opposite race. Yeah. Um, it's like I said, it's, it could be emotional, it could be physical, it could be psychological, mm -hmm. but anything that that prevents another race from progressing forward or holding them down, mm. um, preventing them from achieving their goals, um, preventing them from giving them the opportunities that you may have. Yeah. All that can be considered racism, in my opinion. Yeah, you, 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 you're on, you're hitting the nail on the head. And so, 
I have some, you know, components of it, the categorization of people, as you said, and that's known mm -hmm. as stereotype. Uh, um, that's a, the cognitive component, prejudice, the evaluation component, discrimination, yeah. the behavioral component. And then you have the instant, uh, well, racism, the definition based on uh, institu uh, uh, institutionalized mistreatment of a person, as you said, based on his or her membership in a group of okay. a down, downward of power. That's called the inst uh, institutional component. And mm. so you have those components and, and they like intersect so much, you know, and so yeah. how do you eradicate, how do you eradicate based on, you know, what you just, you know, what is racism? Okay, we're gonna really delve into that. But how, like, what is a solution when you deal with so many different types of people? I can't really say, I can't think of a, uh, of a solution to racism. Um, that's something that's that's built within yourself mm -hmm. over years. Mm -hmm. I don't think nobody's born a racist. Yeah. It's something that you've been taught, mm -hmm. uh, whether that's family, whether that's being around individuals, yeah. um, your grandparents, your parents, whoever, may, whoever that may be, whoever you live with. That's something that, that's innate, that's, mm. that's born, with, that's, that's, that's learned. It's not a, uh, it's not a, um, it's a learned behavior. It's not something that's, that you're born with. Mm, mm. Um, you know, my, my understanding, um, I treat everybody the same, mm -hmm. um, no matter what color you are. Yeah. Um, as long as I'm always going to be respectful in the beginning, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to provide the same energy that, that I receive as well. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm big on respect. I'm big on integrity. I'm big on morals. Gotcha. But, um, I was raised to, to respect other people, mm -hmm. um, no matter what color you are. So, I mean, like you said, I, I've coached several different races. I, I work with a lot of different races. Mm -hmm. Currently, I still work with them. Mm -hmm. um, so it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah. Um, now, you can you can you can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. You could definitely see it. But from my personal experience, uh, they usually treat me well, mm -hmm. no matter who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if I've been working with them, they know me, they mm -hmm. know my character. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I can't say I personally have a, an issue, mm -hmm. but I have seen um, instances where it could be a form of racism mm -hmm. or or something's going on mm -hmm. and you can tell. It could be stereotypical, it could be just you acting different towards mm -hmm. a different race mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of the color of their skin or where they come from. Mm -hmm. So professionally, you haven't really experienced it. Uh, not, prof not professionally, not yet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about personally, as far as like with police? No. No? No. no. Mm -hmm. I, I don't have uh, a situation with, with uh, police either. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed. There's yeah. not too many of us that say that. Yeah. yeah. But not, not for myself, I have mm -hmm. I can't point to a, a certain situation where... I'll say a police officer pulled me over for something I did not do, mm -hmm. or stopped me for something I've I haven't been uh, doing myself. So no, yeah. I don't have um, that that type of experience. Okay, and I'm I'm blessed. Yeah. I can't say I mean I'm definitely fortunate. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of us can't say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean a lot. I'm I'm not one of those. Oh, it's a large proportion of members that, yeah, that yeah. can't yeah. say they have not had yeah. uh, any issues with another race or. Yeah. 
the police situation. But I'm, I'm definitely fortunate. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have had it with another race, but I definitely had some, you know, run-ins with uh, police. However, mm -hmm. it could have been, you know. Oh, my fault. So when I was at middle school, mm -hmm. um, it was two officers. Um, they just, I don't know what I might have put in the description or something. That's oh, the wow. only time. I was in, I think I was in seventh grade at mm -hmm. middle school. That's what I, I was at Salzburg Middle School. Okay. And then they, uh, they searched me. Wow. In middle, middle school. school. Wow. And, and, and did that leave a, like an impression on you or? Nah. Nah. Mm. nah. I was still kind of young. Yeah. And they were black. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't white. They uh -huh. were black officers. Yeah. So like even with you know that being in the seventh grade and and, and, and delving into uh, the stereo the well, the categorization of people meaning the cognitive mm -hmm. component evaluation component behavioral component and then the inst in, in institutionalized component of racism I would look at that not from your perspective or point of view but from those two police officers that it was definitely a cognitive component going on Correct. at that time right whatever mm -hmm. you know goes on in training, or whatever they seen in their experiences being police officers, they automatically, because you fit a description. Did they even read you your rights? No. No. So mm -hmm. it, 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 I, I'm sure it was so many things wrong that they did, but at that time, which was probably, you know, 20 years, 30 years ago, you know, who would have, no one's going to say anything. But now they have cameras, right? Correct. Everything Correct. now is being filmed. And so we know that lately, Police officers now mm -hmm. want to retire. I know. Yeah, that's the that's the um the downside part of it. Mm -hmm. And um, somebody said something interesting, um, so I can recall it by by heart. They said, since since you can't kill people on camera, now you decide to retire. Mm -hmm. And and we look at it like, wow, cause, I mean, because that's what's happening. <laughs> this is happening or you have the other part of it that now your homie not getting down with you now your right. captain is not verifying that type of behavior right. you know now your sergeant is saying no not me i'm not no we're not going down with you and so it, it for me the question is did are they those type of individuals did they just get in the police force to cause havoc on people of color or people that don't have the resources that you know as far as the 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 cognitive resources i don't have an understanding of my rights you know what i'm saying behavioral resources meaning that just because i know my rights i may now act a fool right and could we see all types of things going on i just seen a video with philando uh castrill or castle and they said that he was looking straight he had THC, a high rate of THC in his system, so that's right. the reason he got killed. There's so many barriers right yeah. now, man. <laughs> and until recently, like within this year, I think within the last two months, I didn't know that police did not have significant amount of training. 
Yeah. I thought they had. To, I thought you had to go to college and actually have yeah. months of training to become mm-hmm. a police officer, and that's mm-hmm. that's not the case. It's not the case. That's like not the case. Like they said that become an electrician, become a plumber, become any anything, mm-hmm. almost anything. You have to go to school and yeah. be educated and actually have some experience. Yeah. Police officers, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, fighter fighters probably had more more training. More training. This officer, which yes. is which is retarded. Yes. I did not. Yes. I did not know that until yes. recently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean that you can see where the you know for us going to school and then for our jobs for a bat just say basketball player right. Uh, when you're scouting, you have to know what you're looking at and looking for. Because if you don't, you can scout wrong, and now you got the wrong player, no fit for that team. Now that person's, you know, basketball career may be down the tube. Yours may be down the tube. Cause jobs beyond jobs, right? You know? And at the higher levels, but you bring in the wrong individuals, wrong players, they're not working out. You, 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 and your boss, which is the head coach, can get fired for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it is. It's, your 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 training, and your skills, your assets has to be more sound than any any profession, to, especially a police officer. Yes, because you are yes. in charge and yeah. not in charge, but you are a component of life and death for somebody. Else. Yes, yes. You you you, so you definitely control somebody's outcome yes. of whether they live or die. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And the interaction is the thing that is terrifying. I mean, that's where the training comes in at. And we know that they have a tough... Yeah, police officers can have a tough day, right? Just as all of us, because they're coming in with... Everybody's human. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody makes mistakes and yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, but I think we're in a situation where... We have been in a situation where they make they, they mistakes and they're not recommended for uh, or seeing the consequences for, yeah. for their misaction or their order mistake. They're, yeah, not, they're not punished for it. There's no consequence behind it. Yeah, none. They, none. Might get, they may get death duty for a week or two, mm-hmm. but they're still getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's hurtful. That's hurtful. And, yeah. and, and, and you can see where. The youth are not having it any longer. I think it's the same as when the '60s. The youth said, "Look, enough is enough. You know, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna protest. We're gonna protest till we get what we want, right?" And right now, I mean, you know, 70 years later, it's like, listen, 70, 60 years later, this is where it's at, right? And yeah. changes, yeah. changes. It's I don't know. Way. I don't know if these changes are gonna stick, but yeah. they they got the ball rolling, right? They got the ball. It's, it's a shame that, you know, uh, Mr. Floyd had to lose his life in order for people, other people, to wake up and, and start to yeah. recognize that racism this is, is a, real. This is an eye-opener. This is a weakness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not that old, but I've never seen so many different races, so many different countries unite mm-hmm. yeah. in one front, in one front. of a false of insecurity. We have people from China. Mm-hmm. Australia, Europe, protesting. Because we may think it's only us, mm-hmm. but those other countries have bigger issues. Yes, especially yes. yes. They're, yes. they're crooked. They're yeah. some crooked and shameful cops in the world. Yes. yes. So, I mean, everybody, well, it's, not just, it's not just black folks, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, I mean, another black man lost his life, yeah. and now. 
I guess I, I'm, I'm not. Right. I think, like you just mentioned, I hope that we we find we have some resolution, and I think we're moving towards that point mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. Um, as you see, a lot of people are are firing their police or having more laws and more things in place mm-hmm. for the police officers. Um, everything is under a microscope now, so yes. anything you do, yes. small or large, doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, this is, everything's under a microscope now, so in a, in a microscope, everything is coming through. And it is under a microscope, and, um, uh, and, and listen, it has to be, right? It has to be. Uh, should have been in the beginning, but from, from, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Fareed, how you doing, bro? Man. What's up, brother? What's going on? All right, assalamu alaikum. All right. All right. I'm here with uh, Mr. Brown. Uh, Mr. Brown is a um, is a a, a coach, uh, and, and he does everything. He's a graduate of uh, my. Uh, well, we attended the same school, Drexel University. Um, he deals with the youth for many years. Uh, we got Del Greco coming in. Hey, Mr. Wilson, how you doing? Can you, you got to unmute. <laughs> you got to unmute. <laughs> yeah, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Hold on. I got to turn as mother music. I, I apologize, gentlemen. I'm working on a little book project, and I was writing, writing, writing. And I looked oh, okay, up. I'm cool. Like, oh, it's 2:22. <laughs> Let me get in here. I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate you coming in and joining this discussion. Uh, me and Warren, and we just had um, uh, Brother Fareed come in uh, and join him. We talked about, you know, what is racism and defining what is racism. And so I can ask you. I will ask you that question as well. Uh, and then we went into some other things, talking about uh, the categories um, based on my research of racism. And as far as these ca- components of racism, is uh, stereotype, prejudice, discrimination, and then ins- ins- institutionalized racism. I would I, I would just follow along with the um, the working definitions that have been put forth mm-hmm. by. Um, Francis Cress Welsing and uh, Nellie, Nellie Fuller, um, you know, they just describe racism as white supremacy, you mm. know, and, it, and, it, and you, you see it when you see it. We all know what it is. It's an attempt by those who have identified themselves as white to deny, you know, blacks the opportunity to learn, live, earn, um, be happy, uh, take part in society, all because of the fact that they're non-whites. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Francis Wells and, and Mr. Fuller, they identify the motivation for this behavior on the part of whites as stemming from their um, genes- genetic, re- re- the fact that they're genetically recessive, mm-hmm. you know, that they can't, you know, if they, anybody, man or woman step out and they have a, a child with a, a, a person of color, that child is no longer white. Mm-hmm. So they, they feel threatened. So in this day and age, when you're looking at the, the really rapid and transforming demographic shift that Western white societies are experiencing, you're seeing really heightened examples yes. of racism and white supremacy mm-hmm. come to the fore. I mean, we got white women out here just pulling out guns 
on black women in yeah. supermarket parking lots. I mean it. Yeah. You got people calling cops because somebody putting in a nice patio in their backyard. I mean, they really are um, feeling threatened mm -hmm. and it's unsettling, it's uncomfortable. And for 400 years, they haven't had to deal with it. You know, yeah. it's just been the fact that they were superior. Mm -hmm. So, you know, fortunately, you know, some of us may live 15, 20, 30 years and we may see the other side of this thing. And hopefully for sure, our children and grandchildren We'll see the other side of this thing. Mm -hmm. But the next five, ten years, man, it looks like it's going to be really, really ugly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Fareed, what, what, what's your thoughts on it? So my thoughts on, on first of all, uh, greetings, uh, brothers. Mm -hmm. uh, and I appreciate you having this platform and allowing me to get on the platform. Yep. Uh, but my thoughts well, on, on racism uh, is it's a little bit... Uh, more broad and not saying that uh, anyone else's uh, thoughts are not broad. Mm -hmm. However, I look at racism as, as power and wealth. And, and what, I, what I mean by that is a lot of these uh, so-called racist white people who are pulling the guns out on us and, and calling us niggers and things like that, a lot of them, they don't have any power to stop us from, from moving to the next level. Mm -hmm. The way I look at racism is, is a system where, where um, that, that entity can stop uh, people of color from moving to the next level. And, and to, to, to be quite honest, man, there are a lot of people of color, people from different backgrounds who are part of this system that's pushing us, uh, the, 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 the common man and the common woman to the, to the, back, uh, the back of the bus. However, what we're seeing today, we're seeing a group of people who, who are um, ill-advised, uh, uh, misinformed or, you know, just completely losing their their respect for human nature. And <clears throat> the powers that be is pushing this narrative that it's about color. And it's really not about color in my in my um in my eyes. It, it's more about the system of showing that one race is more powerful than the other race or we're part of this 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 hierarchy. And if you're not a part of this hierarchy, then you are pretty much at the bottom. So that, that's just how I view it. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, I do see what's happening to our people. You know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a sense of prejudiceness. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm really seeing. Mm -hmm. Anyone respond? With the discrimination, power, wealth, right? So racism is, has that, has that in it, the power, the hierarchy, however, it is and it has been since it started about black and white, in my opinion. It has been about black and white. And as we see now, as you know, our, our elder uh, Mr. Wilson uh, described, people are becoming uncomfortable with seeing people of color rise to a level that may put the, their position in jeopardy. I can agree with that. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, brother. Mm -hmm. Seriously, no, no, no doubt. And what they have done is that they've created beyond their, the conditions that really may foster the demise of the system. They're so greedy, they're so selfish mm -hmm. that you know, in the early 70s, they said, you know what, 
we can make a lot of money. We can let all these kids in these schools. And they went out and they went from, I mean, from the NCAA was founded, for example, in 1906. So from 1906 to 1970, you say, you know, we don't want any blacks. We don't want, I mean, they would just have a fit if a black tried to just attend the game, much less play in the game. And then out of just greed, And West Texas in 1966 with basketball knocked over the actual archetype for racism in college basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, when he knocked off uh, Adolph Rupp in Kentucky. And then a few years later, Alabama lost the game to Southern California. Yeah, Sam Bam Cunningham, quarterback. And they mocked him. And so it just became a sense that, you know what? We, we got to go get our own blacks. Mm-hmm. And they literally just raided the black colleges that had been, I mean, Grambling probably to this day probably has more pros than um, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, and all of them to this day. Mm-hmm. And, we, and they have, probably haven't had one in 20 years. Wow. That's how many guys came through. Now, all those kids go to all of those schools. And lo and behold, they wake up this year, and some of those kids say, you know what? You don't take that flag down, dog. Mm -hmm. You know that 1,500 yards I gave y'all last year? Mm -hmm. I ain't doing it. Mm -hmm. Now, I know some white guys that I communicate with, and they're publicly, their response was, well, bye. You know, I don't know why you want to throw your career away like that. And I said, you you really think that's how this is going to play out? I said, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's how this is going to play out this time. Mm -hmm. They said, man, they're not taking that flag. I said, yo, boy, 1,500 yards. If he go, I'm sure some of the linemen, some of the D-backs, mm-hmm. they're going to all ride with him because he's the best player. And the same thing with the kid at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. He's the best running back in the country almost. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? My coach is tripping. He out here supporting this racist uh, media outlet, mm-hmm. and I don't support it. And if he doesn't renounce his support for that network, I'm not playing. A week, I mean, 24 hours later, the coach is on TV. I apologize. I should have thought more. So we're in a new era, and they have caused it. And now it's like the toothpaste is up. Freezing up. Yeah. So I, I definitely... Mm-hmm. You're freezing. God, you good, Dell? Oh, they told him you don't change that racist fight song. We're not going to participate in any re- activities with your donors. And when you bring them boys on campus, don't bring them to my room. I ain't got no rap for them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to keep bringing kids like me in here, and I'm not going to help y'all get this money. Now I know how y'all are, so I'm going to do what I'm obligated to do. I'm going to practice. I'm going to play in the games. But all that extra stuff, I ain't doing it. Texas is in a bind. They got to figure out, you know, what they're going to do because they got these kids for this year, and they're going to play. They all want to go to NFL. They're going to give their effort. But if they can't use our kids to attract more kids, they know that within the next two, three years, they're going to fall apart in terms of being able to be competitive. So white people in the areas of entertainment and sports, and places like that, they don't put themselves in a bond. In the other areas like Wall Street and, you know, corporate boards and all that, 
all that stuff is still 99% white mm -hmm. and 95% white male. Mm -hmm. Last point, it came out the day that uh, when in 53 federal appeal court judges, not one black. In eight years, Obama appointed 55 of them and nine of them were black. So, I mean, when you want to understand how these people can just support and go along with it, there you have it. I mean, he's giving them what they want. And those, you know, we all know federal appeals court judges die there and there until they can't do it no more. Yeah. So either your health falls apart or you die. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like we all come from different perspectives. Like our lens are different, right? You know, Dell, he's, 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 he's in a, the, his lens is more of not sports, but is more of advocate, advocacy for children. Right, advocacy for youth, advocacy for students, and so that's what that's that's his lens. If, if I'm if I'm mis if I'm not correct, please correct me. Um, Absolutely correct. You know, and, and 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 Warren, his lens again, community, right, youth, right, doing something different, showing them something different. You know, Warren has lost, you know, I think about three three or four youth, you know, that have come up under him. You know, they were somewhere different. They were in school, and it, the violence followed them. Like, wow, 80, 100 miles away, right? Now, and Fareed, he's coming from the political lens. You know, he ran for state representative, and one day he's going to probably be a state rep, right? He want to create and bring something different to the city of Philadelphia. He's, he, he's originally from, you know, A.C., but he, he's coming to Philadelphia because he's bringing a different feel. You know how Philadelphian is. We, we hate. We on hate mode. You know what I mean? For the most part. So, you know, the lens that we're coming from is different. But I think we all share a commonality. And that is the, the heartbreak that we see that's going on within this country. And then specifically with us as a, as a some data says that white males, they are murdered in the U.S., one and twenty one out of two hundred and five. One out of two hundred and five white males are murdered. You know what blacks is? Eight times worse. One and twenty-seven. Numbers are staggering, man. That that's one in twenty-seven. Women black women are four times more to be murdered. So I mean it's man. You know. We're the victim point currently, man. I mean, the power, as you see, the power is shifting. Mm -hmm. They're scared. They're running for their lives right now. They're yeah. trying to figure everything out themselves. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because we always had the power. Of course, you took another black man who's just like everybody to, to, get, to get together. Yeah, definitely. But definitely. the dynamics is changing. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see in the next couple of years how everything will, will turn out. Mm -hmm. you know, well, we got the ball in our hand currently, so. Yes, yes. Continue to run with it. Yes. What would you say, Fareed, to, you know, someone? Because, you, you know, you, you're in it, right? You're in it. And mm -hmm. so, like, how would you come up, how would you, like, uh, present an idea uh, of, of re reformation um, mm -hmm. to a, a predominantly black group and then have a predominantly white group, you know, saying no, right? That's not going to happen. How would you, what, what, like, what, what are some ideas that you have? 
so so one of the things that that I strongly believe, brothers, is that until black men and women can unite once again, not based off of religious ideologies, mm-hmm. um, educational ideologies, um, and even class ideologies, mm-hmm. uh, until we can come together and, and form that oneness of, of, of us being black people mm-hmm. in, in this systemic uh, racist country, mm-hmm. I don't see us moving to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, what, we, what we're watching today, we're still seeing more white people standing in the gap for us. So mm-hmm. they're creating their own narrative mm-hmm. based off of our struggles. If you look at the LGBTQ now correlating themselves with the, the Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. um, the Black Lives Matter, however, the face of the Black Lives Matter is an African-American, mm-hmm. but we know that the Black Lives Matter is it's a, it's a movement, if you don't know, it's a movement mm-hmm. that is, 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 is um, constructed to, to really overthrow the system, mm. but the black struggle is put to the forefront. Mm-hmm. The LGBTQ movement is put to, you know, to the, the black struggle is put to the forefront. Black people have to come to a place where we're not indulging ourselves in anyone else's movements, but our movement and mm. where we are as a people within our communities, because you have some African-Americans or black people, however you want to label yourself, that may not live in the inner city. They may live in the, in the suburbs or, you know, they, they may live in the city, but they live in an affluent area. Mm-hmm. And then they don't connect with the common man and the common woman that lives in, in more of an impoverished uh, environment. Mm-hmm. So there's a disconnect right there. Mm-hmm. But then when we look at these young black males and, and black females, men and women, we see them disconnected completely from mid-age to older groups of people. Mm. So we see the movement of the Black Lives Matter, we see that movement, and we see younger people who are frustrated, fed up, mm-hmm. and pushing themselves completely away from any political agenda, any religious agenda, and more so just pushing themselves to by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. We know that by any means necessary, like Brother Warren was saying, you know, that we have, I, I'm not going to quote you, I'm going to paraphrase, that we have the ball in our court. Mm. However, we're not creating uh, economic stability at this present time, whereas these corporations, these other uh, movement or the progressive groups mm-hmm. are creating uh, economic wealth for themselves. They're creating a lane for them. But we're in our lane. Are we, or even right now in the city of Philadelphia, black people make up 2% of the business population. We, we, we are 44% of the population, so we are the majority mm-hmm. minority. Mm-hmm. We're in a minority because we don't own anything. Mm-hmm. A lot of people may have barbershops, uh, hair, hair salons, daycare centers, but don't own the buildings. Mm-hmm. We have to create a sustainable, um, a sustainable pocket mm-hmm. where black people are looking at each other as brother and sister and not based off of where that person lives, what mm-hmm. education that person has, mm-hmm. or what religion they come from. Mm-hmm. So what I see, um, what I see, brother, is that we have to, to first identify where we're going wrong at and not allow anyone else to, to be our teacher. Mm-hmm. Sorry to be long-winded. Oh, no, cool. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, and, and, and I do agree, uh, economically, we... We do, we do, and they say, 
you know, the numbers say that we are trillion, uh, have trillion spending um, ability. Um, however, you know, as you stated, we, we own really rarely buildings. We, we are entrepreneurs, we are business owners, but we don't own the building, so to speak. Um, so yeah, I, I agree economically, but I also uh, believe that the social, political, you know, barriers that are there, um, and I think the person in the in, in, in the house right now, he's definitely uh, politicizing everything. Even, you know, the protests he's politicizing, and so socially. This is the impacts on us, as you said, economically. We have social impact as far as racism, political impact, and personal impact. How do we, as, I mean, you stated looking inward first and foremost. Is that going to happen for everyone? Can everyone look inward? That's my question to the panel. No. I feel like we're going to lose a lot along the way. A lot of people are going to, um, they're going to fall by the wayside, mm. you know, and, and I just honestly believe that. Mm. Mm. I, 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 would, I would try to focus on younger people. Mm. I would try to focus on, you know, pre-K through 12. I think that um, some of the older people, are just you know, I ain't, we got some old, some of the most racist guys you going or most bigoted guys you're gonna find. It's mm -hmm. gonna be an old black man. He gonna tell you, man. It's just you're not gonna change his mind about too much of nothing. They set in their ways, and you know we got. I, I mean, to my disappointment, gentlemen, I, it's, it appears to be about 15 percent of us that run around with red hats on right now. You know. Mm -hmm. There are those guys within our community. So those folk, you know, we kind of just got to set them aside and you just focus on the young people. And that would lead you to an emphasis on uh, controlling what is exposed to people in early education, middle school education, high school education. I think that, you know, if we could teach history a little bit differently, if we could identify, you know, Reginald Lewis should be a big story when mm -hmm. you're in like middle school. Mm -hmm. Brother comes along, you know, a Harvard Law guy, he buys, you know, Beatrice International in mm -hmm. one fell swoop. Mm -hmm. Guy bought 65, 66 international corporations, a black man. At the time, this was unheard of, you know. Mm -hmm. Even the C.J. Walker thing, you know, that is becoming more and more popular. Mm -hmm. I think if you start telling those narratives and those stories, you know, to young people, third, fourth, fifth grade, you'll get some of them who will be interested in what the brother is talking about mm -hmm. in terms of establishing businesses mm -hmm. and owning things and mm -hmm. building for the future. Mm -hmm. Right now, Black History Month, all we get is George Washington Carver did, what, 80 different things with a peanut, <laughs> and Jesse played baseball, <laughs> and Harriet freed some slaves. That's mm -hmm. about it, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's about it. Yeah. So I think we need to focus on the... Uh, the educational component, if yeah. we can get some control mm -hmm. over that. And I would say, we need to use some of the things that the system is, is providing. If you if you pay attention a couple of days ago, the Supreme Court okay private schools, mm -hmm. church-based schools accepting 
uh, taxpayer funds. Mm -hmm. So black churches can now open schools mm -hmm. and we don't have to go after the parents to pay the tuition. You know, the state will pay the tuition to the black church run school. That's a big deal. You know, that's what the Catholics been doing that for a few years now. Mm -hmm. But it's 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 wide open. So the Muslim based schools mm -hmm. can can occur, Jewish based schools, black Christian based schools, mm -hmm. faith based institutions, these are people that have buildings. They have uh uh congregations, parishioners, mm -hmm. people that are in place. And we got a, a, a public school system that's really just failing us. Yes. So there you have it, a way to enter, enter into this and make a difference right there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's taking place currently, man. So like, you, like I just mentioned, I mean, the teaching part is, is, is fundamental and it's gonna be imperative that we do find the right teachers. Mm -hmm. um, going back to the, the kid, uh, the 12th, um, education system. We've got to make sure our kids are being taught this things at school. Because unfortunately, a lot of them will not be taught at home. They're not going to be taught these lessons at home. No books, no magazines, no nothing, no computers, yeah. no internet. Yeah. You know, we already know the, the education system, especially in Philadelphia, or even all pretty much a lot of urban black communities. Mm -hmm. they're, they're underfunded, undereducated, lack of resources, all of them. So, I mean, Hopefully, we are, we get to the point where we can find the sources of income. Like you said, we had a big, um, that was a big word out there. We think about that as well. Yeah. We find these these, these uh, programs, the money to fund these programs for these kids. Yeah. Yeah, we get the right teachers. Yeah. And our, and their, their parents take them to the right schools as well. Yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of these parents, they don't have a, they don't have that knowledge because they're raised by these very parents that you mentioned about mm -hmm. that are stuck in their rooms. So unfortunately, they're going to teach their kids the same way. What's your take on the the um, the limited amount of male black male teachers in the school system? Is that part of the lack of uh, effective education? I think, I mean, if I can, you know, me being an educator, mm -hmm. uh, I think that a lot of black men who would probably want to work in the school district, a lot of us have had run-ins with the law. Mm -hmm. So on the legislative side, mm -hmm. whereas elected officials come in, if, they, if they're just elected, elected officials, I mean, when I say just, I'm talking about those who are, who uh, would do the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, the laws need to be re-legislated uh, that, you know, people who have uh, been incarcerated for uh, nonviolent crimes, uh, you know, that they have an opportunity to work in the school system. But if you have any type of felony, you're not able to work in, in, in the school district. Uh, and, and because you go through a rigorous background check, you know, I remember when I was volunteering uh, to uh, with a basketball team and at that time I had a felony. Mm -hmm. uh, I had to go and do a background check and, and my felony was probably 18 years before, you know, I was uh, <clears throat> volunteering my services. Mm -hmm. But because the rules are are, are, are stated or the, the laws are legislated, you have to be removed out of that that um, that environment. Mm -hmm. and, and once I was able to get an expungement on my record, you know, of course, you know, going back to school and, and, and uh, getting enough credit 
to be able to work in the schools as far as a substitute teacher than becoming, you know, a teacher. I think that there are many a black men who come from these harsh environments, as we know, mm -hmm. that would love to be in the school system as far as working, but because no one is really talking about that in the education reform uh, process, and more so people are just talking about uh, modernization, putting more funding into the schools, uh, limiting funds that's from the charter school to go back to public school, and, and um, you know, also parents' choice. No one is talking about the kids that are learning differently and, and, and not only learning differently, but coming from these environments that are harsh and need strong black men that can come in there and, and be mentors or be, you know, uh, I mean, whatever they could be that's going to be an impact for these young people. Like Brother, um, Brother Wilson said, uh, you know, as far as, you know, having young people, and once again, I'm not going to quote you, but having the young people, uh, K through 12, getting a different insight mm -hmm. but when these kids and me being a teacher when these kids are in school and they seeing a 23 24 year old white woman who does not come from their environment they totally disrespect them and and i and i see this because me working in the school system and also something that you said um brother wilson which, which i you know I, my dissertation I'm, I'm finishing up my doctorate right now in that Drexel University. And my dissertation is on the impact of the black church and the black community. And and the reason I'm doing this this particular piece um, as my, 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 my for, to research is because of the money that has come from uh, government uh, and also ties and offerings to the black church. From 1980 until the present time, the black church has received over $420 billion and that money was supposed to go back into the communities to rebuild the communities. And a lot of, where, where, the, where the Islamic, uh, um, I can say the, uh, the vision comes in where, where the black Muslims that, that occupy these same spaces, they're not receiving the same funding as the black church receives. Mm -hmm. So what I'm focusing on is how to, to put that power structure that the black church has because they have a trust from a local, uh, I'm sorry, elected officials, but also putting inclusion or including other religion-based uh, religion -based, uh, organizations that can also benefit from, from the funding. And it kind of correlates to what you were saying, Brother Wilson, where you said that, you know, the Muslim schools and the Christian schools, but we're serving the same people but yet there's still a division on that aspect. So I, I feel like that's a major problem. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing my dissertation off of that. Hey, I, I'm, just to paraphrase, I guess, I think it's more so like growth, like personal growth, right? If, if a lot of barriers that exist uh, through racism, because of racism, the personal growth, is it, is it youth? Is it their fault? Is it the men in their lives' fault? Or is it a system that has been in place and developed through the years that is propagating or uh, 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 stopping that personal growth from happening? It's placing limitations. Like, I think, like, um, as we heard throughout, that this is what it is. We're in it, right? 
we're all of us is 40 except for uh warren 40 and older <laughs> right so alhamdulillah that's great and and because we in it we have that passion to make a change whatever your lens is and it's, we all have different lens but if we can come together you know unite upon like one lens meaning stop racism increase our our value personal value but collectively increase our value that's my take on like just what racism it stymies our unity and our growth and the youth are just a it, 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 they are they're just something that happens because of what came before them right and so that's what I heard you saying if I'm if I'm incorrect you can correct me well um you definitely hit a lot on the nail but um why you was does that it does have to do with a lot of people but of course again it everything is stemmed from home yesterday um post up right black black lives matter right mm -hmm. but do it do they matter to us you feel me and i made that statement because um uh, when i behold my little uh community sentence mm -hmm. right before right before i start my islamic class mm -hmm. i like you know i sit around the young ones i listen to them because that, that's a lot of things where we don't do mm -hmm. we don't sit around and listen to the young people today I look, mm -hmm. they like getting uh like I, I see from like 19 to 25 26 mm -hmm. i sit down like yo every day Mm -hmm. Just sit down for our, I, we just want to just talk, mm -hmm. just you know, just grab. A, let me just grab an understanding on y'all perspectives, y'all points of views, not just in life in general, but everything that's going on around you. What's your purpose of living? Mm -hmm. Why do you do the things you do? What actually commitment? Commit, you know, commitment. I said, how can you? Uh, I quoted a statement from Sheikh Saudi Al-Fawzan, Al-Fawzan, when uh, it was on a, uh, an internet lecture that. Um, and Bu Khadija was the one who I got it from. But when I went back into my research from Sheikh Salih Al-Fawzan, and he says, how can you go to the rug, meaning how can you go to pray, knowing what you did prior to you, before you praying, then after you pray, returning back to what you were doing? What benefit was that? You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when I ask the young people, I'm like, yo, y'all here, you know, cursing, they want to shoot them up, bang, bang. They want to do this. They want to do that. What, what, what growth is it to you? What benefit is it to you? How is it helping you? In what shape, form, or fashion? I said you probably visual, you might can't visualize it, but in reality, you deteriorate in your own self. You tearing yourself down because of look, look at look at how you eat, look at how you move. Look at what activities you can do, you know, you can dodge yourself in. I said it's a shame that y'all young people are so equipped and good with this uh, technology mm -hmm. and computers and all that. Do something with it. You can build, come, come up together, you know, and, and, and come up with build your own company. Or y'all here around these dirt bikes, y'all willing for six blocks and doing all these tricks and all that. Go join the X Games. Go, go perfect something. Go do something. You got the talent. You've been blessed with the talent. Put it to its correct use. Mm. Don't just waste it. It's like, you know, we always, we always told what our parents told us. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Don't waste it. Mm. 
Don't you know? Don't waste it. And I always stress that to the young people all the time. Anyway, because because I coach um, high school, I coach girls, but I but I train the guys. I I, I try to show the differential between when it, when it, when a male is being trained and when a female is being trained, because everybody kind of have that part of competitiveness. But if you're going to compete, compete in the right way. If you want to push yourself, you want to motivate, do give all that good energy and push it to a positive, push it in a positive way, not so much of a negative. Okay. Uh, we don't have that long to go because I have to go because I have somebody on my neck <laughs> and I have to get to where I got to go. But I just want, you know, last words from you guys, man, because, you know, I don't know, we went off topic or, you know, we're still on topic, but you guys made some a lot of key points, um, you know, just engaging, education, uh, growth, um, patience, um, knowing, you know, yourself, um, getting back to, you know, to, I guess, so to speak, the lab, the village, and all of that. But uh, your last remarks on, you know, the, the, the temperature of what's going on today in the United States. I think that um, what you guys are doing here is indicative of a, of a lot of positivity that's taking place. Mm -hmm. I think this pandemic um, has kind of forced us, maybe some of us who have been reluctant to embrace this kind of technology. I wasn't on a Zoom until the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't. I've probably right. been on 80 of them mm -hmm. since the pandemic. So mm -hmm. now I know how easy it is to establish a community like this where yep. we can, you know, have face-to-face, lifetime dialogue instead yes. of a group chat. This yep. is better than a group chat yes, it is. or a group chat. It mm -hmm. really is. Mm -hmm. And we can record it yep. and build on it, you know, and save it for the archive. Yep. So I, I definitely think that this has been a real plus. Um, I, I like to say that um, we always have to keep in mind the young people who have with the legal system, you know, especially develop the skills that they would need to start businesses or even find some employers willing to give them a chance. I think that's a huge segment of our population yeah. and we need to always be mindful of including them because they do have special circumstances that they have to work around. Anyone could join Go? Warren, Reed. Last words? Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, this is a great, great segment. Um, I got great points, different point of views. Mm -hmm. um, somebody you uh, mentioned before, who is to blame? Well, if we want to place blame anybody, um, I think it's, I don't think we can place blame anybody because so many institutes and so many different directions mm -hmm. and so many ways that we can improve. Um, there's no one person to blame. It's like everybody has to do their own part. Everybody has to come together and as you have some type of community. And also, that's the type of education. Mm -hmm. I think we got an education standpoint of, of knowing yourself, um, knowing what's positive, um, knowing what resources you have, because mm -hmm. we have a lot of resources. Um, I don't think everybody understands that. Um, but every, it's, it's also a lot behavior. Um, I think we mentioned this in the beginning before everybody came on. A lot of things we learn from home. 
that we're learning these things from home, no matter what we, what our teachers say, um, we're going back to a to a to a structure where one person is saying something and another person is saying another thing. And unfortunately, most kids are going to revert back to what they did earlier at home. Um, and then what they see. I mean, everything is learned, like I said, so it's social learning. Everything is learned by what you see, what you hear, mm-hmm. what you experience. Mm-hmm. And right now, what we're experiencing is not always positive. Mm-hmm. So we take those, we take those experiences that we have, we take what we see, whether that's through social media, um, in your neighborhoods, um, at home, and we utilize those, and that's going to be occupied our time. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of different variables and situations that we have to improve on. Um, but we're going, I believe, that currently, on this pandemic and what's going on in the world, we're, we're heading to that direction where we can see some light and share some light. Mm-hmm. And we are, we're using our voice a little bit more. But, I mean, we're still far, far, far from where we should be. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, I think the trajectory is, is going forward, it's progressing. Okay. Read well. So for me, you know, I've been on so many uh, Zoom Zoom calls, uh, such as you know the ones that we're on right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're right, uh, brother, brother Wilson. It's, it's you know we we can really. I feel like it's more, um, in my opinion, when you're at a you know, regular meeting, you know, your mind might be everywhere, but this is more of a, you know, condensed setting and just people building and, 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 and as Brother Warren was talking, you know, just being able to um, to really build with one another on a level that some of us, you know, we might not even have that opportunity to do. And this pandemic has really helped us in uh, opening up our mindset, but not just us, but the, the whole world uh, to see what's happening. Uh, that we've been dealing with over 400 years and now people are, are starting to, to take heed to wow this is you know this this is really an injustice to to um you know a race of people and you know what i would love to see outside of you know doing our zoom uh, meetings and things like that that we really you know that we start to strategize and 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 take our own wealth education whatever we have and start putting it to the forefront. Uh, and even with these younger men and, and young ladies, not give up on them because their attitude is, is not conducive for progression at, you know, at the present time. And, you know, some of us, including myself, you know, I was once that individual who was counted out. We have to believe that what we're, we're, we're talking right now, that it's not going to change today, tomorrow, maybe next year two years five years from now it might not change and you know until we're gone but we are planting a seed of, of you know a seed that needs to be watered and it takes time and we got to trust the process okay trust the process Adu Akeem Adu Akeem any last words bro um I, I can say um That I'm sorry that I'm first of all, I'm definitely going to apologize for being kind of late, coming in on late. Mm-hmm. I, really, I wasn't really getting uh, 
I was just going off of um, our brother's conversation. Yes, yes, no problem. The next word, um, we got to educate, we have to, we have to educate our young people um, about this racism and pay closer attention to, you know, all this was going on in the world today because, I mean, me personally, of course, I'm sure none of I can speak for myself and y'all. Mm-hmm. None of us really agree with, you know, what's going on. So, uh, the young, you know, these young people that we are encountered with, that I don't really do social media, is that hopefully we can have to sit down with a conversation with me. You know, and, and had them had them join the Zoom one time, mm. where it could be a panel, uh, and we could just you know had them make point of view and try to you know try to educate them. Mm. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. That's a great yeah. idea. And so, like, I, I appreciate all of you guys, man. And you know, may y'all stay safe. You know, stay vigilant um, because it, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's happening. But if we you know, individually take care of ourselves, and then, you know, we can hopefully, you know, our family and friends will stay safe as well. So, uh, thank you for joining the I Am Somebody podcast, where every day is a fresh start. And again, much, much appreciation. I love all you guys, and you, and, and uh, uh, talk to all you guys soon. Hopefully, we'll be able to see and, uh, and enjoy, like, break some bread or whatnot. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, take care. Peace, brothers. Be safe. All right. Yo,